Glory to my Guru, Shri Krishna Guruji. In the previous episode, we completed through verse 24 of chapter 4, whereby the Lord gave the lesson of inaction and action and offering of the sacrifice of action. Today's episode is so very special as we are blessed to hear the words and lessons directly from my beloved Guru, Shri Krishna Guruji. By His grace, this recording is made for you while sitting with Guruji at Krishna Ashram in Bangalore, India. Please hear the words of Shri Krishna Guruji as we continue the Bhagavad Gita in Chapter 4, The Yoga of Knowledge, The Disciplines of Action and Knowledge. We are doing Chapter 4, Verse 25. Other yogis duly offer sacrifice only in the form of worship to gods while others perform sacrifice by offering the Self, by the Self, itself in the fire of Brahma. So when we look at this verse, it is mentioned that some yogis, they offer sacrifice in the form of worship of Gods. When we say worship of Gods, why would a yogi want to worship a God is the question you have to ask yourself. Yogis don't need to worship God. Yogis who have reached the state of enlightenment are already the same, the gods themselves. So what they are doing is they are doing what is called as the Pratisthapana. That means establishing the divine presence within themselves. So when they are doing sacrifice to the worship of gods, which translates into that they have created these divinities within their own being and they are doing worship of that particular entity within their being. It says that if I have to call in Ganesha, most of the human beings will look at a deity, a form outside their body. It is an image outside the body and they will pray to that image. Whereas a yogi has established Ganesha within his being and when he establishes Ganesha within his being, he prays to that particular entity within him. So it is offering sacrifice to this God within and that is the meaning of it. While others perform sacrifice by offering the self by the self itself in the fire of Brahma. Here there are two selves. One is called the smaller self and one is called the bigger self. If you see the verse, you will understand it. It is offering the small self by the big self itself in the fire of Brahma. Brahma is the divine consciousness. So the self, which is the eternal one, which is what we call as the Parabrahma itself, what it does is, it takes the body, the being of the person and it offers this self, this smaller self into itself. That means imagine taking a small entity and putting it into a bigger fire. So a smaller fire is put inside a big fire. What would happen to the small fire? The existence will not be there because now it has become a big fire. So let us say there is a big fire raging and we take a small charcoal which is burning outside and then we take that 
and we put inside this big fire if the small fire itself will be non existent now this was an external example but try to see it from the internal perspective when you see it from the internal perspective you will find that there is a small flame a candle which is just next to the sun will anybody be able to see the candle over there because the candle by itself is so tiny is non existent and the sun is ever glowing powerful resplendent so to hold a candle against the sun is literally impossible and that is the meaning of this particular verse where the yogi will put his smaller self into the bigger self as if offering it as a sacrifice so the existence of the smaller self is not there now if we have to translate this line into the spiritual aspect of it whenever you think of yourself as a body this body is very tiny it has a kind of an existence which is there only for a short duration that means from the time you are born till the time you die this body has come into the picture but this body is only a small blip on the entire spectrum of lifetimes that we have spent in this planet earth or maybe wherever we might have spent so if i take this small blip and then try to put it on this entire chart it will appear just like a small dot which is not at all there so it is a small blip somewhere so if i take an entire recording and i put one small dot somewhere it is not even going to show up it is going to be just there somewhere so this is what it means when we are putting our small self into the big self as if it is getting absorbed in the bigger self and when it is getting absorbed it is not even there it's not even existing it is just as if it has dissolved itself so this is what this verse tells you now we can take up the next verse which says chapter 4 verse 26 of the bhagavad gita others offer a sacrifice their sense of hearing etc into the fires of self discipline other yogis again offer sound and other objects of perception into the fire of the senses now when you observe a yogi you will find that the yogi is very very silent you will find that he doesn't open his mouth he doesn't even utter a sound even when you try to shake him up he is not even going to say a single word he may just open his eyes look at you close his eyes once again and go back in his deep state of existence so here the verse says others offer as sacrifice their sense of hearing etc can you shut off your hearing it is not possible for a normal human being to say i am going to shut off my hearing either he can close his ears or he can put a headphone which is going to mute the sound from outside when yet he would be listening to something or he may put ear muffs or he may totally cut off the sound and yet he is going to hear something which is called his own talking so his mind talks and that talk is louder than the external voice outside so external sound may appear loud but it is not louder than the sound which is uttered by the mind the mind talks very very loudly 
Now this yogi uses his internal as well as the external ear and muffles the sound, totally makes it devoid. So what he does is he offers this sound as a sacrifice. That means what the word sacrifice means we are giving something, we are offering something. So he offers as sacrifice the sense of hearing, which means he is not going to hear. The moment you hear, it goes up as an offering. Think, when I offer something to you, that is if I offer a present to you, that present will be in a form of a chocolate or a box or something. So I am offering you something and you are then taking it. So when I offer the sound itself as sacrifice, there is nothing that is going to come about. So when the yogi sacrifices their sense of hearing, which means he is cutting off his senses totally, he doesn't take in the sense at all. So the sense of hearing, whether it is the external sound or the internal mind talk, it is being offered as a sacrifice. So this particular yogi completely muffles, completely cuts off this particular sense of hearing into self-discipline. Understand this, it is self-discipline that is very important. It is not that he is offering because the teacher has said shut up or his mind has said don't talk. It is not because of that. He is doing his self-sacrifice, which means on his own, he has cut off the sound. He has totally made it devoid. There is no sound whatsoever. There is pin drop silence. There is no noise from outside and there is no internal noise from his mind as well. When this kind of a exercise happens, imagine there is going to be no sound whatsoever because the ears, internal and external, have stopped hearing. So other yogis again offer sound and other objects of perception into the fire of senses. We are just looking at one particular yogi who is talking about silence. But you can offer any of these things, any of the senses. That means you can offer your sense of perception, you can offer your sense of touch. You can offer the sense of taste or you can offer the sense of sight. You can offer any of the senses. When you offer the sight, it means that you are not even going to look around. You are going to go inwards. When you are offering the sense of smell, that means you are not even going to smell anything. So everything smells the same. So whether it is the perfume or whether it is the most obnoxious smell, both will be the same. Similarly, the sound. Similarly, the hearing. Similarly, the touch. Sometimes you have hot and sometimes you have cold. The touch can be hot and you may burn yourself. Or it might be cold and you may feel cold. So the yogi can stay in the hottest of the weathers or he can stay in the coolest of the places on earth which means he can go and stay inside a mountain as well, absolutely in the cold snow, and yet he is not going to feel anything. 
that is because he has offered his sense of touch to the self so this is the meaning of the words which says when you offer as a sacrifice the sense of hearing or any other you are actually giving that particular idea of ownership of that sense totally away and you are not going to be affected by any of the senses connected with it so this is the meaning of this particular verse jai shri krishna guruji thank you so very much shri krishna guruji for giving us this lesson we'll finish here today we have completed through verse 27 next episode will continue chapter 4 at verse 28 thank you for listening god bless and lots of love